Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 411. John Lee Dumas is here with your daily dose of inspiring entrepreneurs. Welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire and prepare to ignite. Wish you could read your favorite book anywhere, anytime. Not always possible, but you can listen anywhere, anytime with audiobooks.com. Get your first book for free today. Go to audiobooks.com slash fire. Are you an entrepreneur or working on a startup company? Walker Corporate Law has created a new business model designed for entrepreneurs and startups looking for an alternative to the big law firms. Contact the founder himself, scott at walkercorporatelaw.com. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Kim Walsh Phillips. Kim, are you prepared to ignite? I have a purse full of lighter fluid and a lighter ready to go. (laughs) I love it. Kim is the award-winning speaker, author, strategist, and CEO of IO Creative Group, a results-driven marketing and PR agency. She is a techie marketing geek with great shoes, a hatred of awareness campaigns, and an obsession for marketing with a sharp focus on ROI. She is the author of Awareness Campaigns Are Stupid and Other Secrets to Stop Being an Advertising Victim and start monetizing your marketing. Kim, I've given our listeners just a little overview. So take a minute, say hi to Fire Nation, then tell us about you personally and your business. Well, John, first off, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor, and I am one of your fans. Uh-huh. I am one of those road warriors out there. So grateful that there's a seven-day-a-week podcast. You're so the best. Thank you for doing that. Um, I'm a lifetime entrepreneur. Um, I started by collecting bottles so I could send my parents out to dinner for their anniversary, I think, when I was six. Uh-huh. Um, and before I turned double digits with selling candy bars in school to make extra money, I've always been doing that kind of thing. Um, and for the past 13 plus years, I've been heading up IO Creative Group. And my mission in life is to have companies, really, what my book is called is On Purpose, to have them stop being advertising victims and monetize their marketing. I do this through my marketing firm, IO Creative Group, and a membership organization called Marketing Insiders. And what about speaking? I usually speak on social media, and most of it is stupid because it's wasting people's money and tracking <laughs> things like engagement or impressions, when all that we really should be measuring is real ROI, cash money. I am honored to provide marketing and social media services for top marketers like Dan Kennedy, GKIC Insider Circle, Ron Legrand, Susan Barkley, and Sandler Training. And on a personal note, I have the best family in the world with two little girls, Bella and Katie, and a supportive husband, Ian, who works with me to make our crazy, crazy lives work. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, Kim. And are you telling me that all of these Facebook likes mean nothing? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they could actually mean a lot of wasted money because, as you know, you have to pay to reach those people. So you want to make sure they are qualified leads. We'll get into that in a little bit. Yep. Well, I get it on both sides because I own Facebook stock, so that's how I justify it. So (laughs) (laughs) There you go. So, Kim, being an entrepreneur on fire listener, I know that you know that we start every interview off with a success quote, with a mantra, because we really want to get that motivation ball rolling. So take it away. So owning my own thing for so long and having a business and being an entrepreneur is scary and exhausting. (sighs) But it's the most amazing thing you could ever do besides having kids, of course. So um, 
My quote is this, one doesn't discover new lands without consenting to lose sight of the shore for a very long time. And that's by Andre Guide. Wow. So talk to us about how you have applied this mantra to your life. Yeah. So, you know, especially, you know, you have a family and we'll talk a little bit about, you know, failure in a, in a moment, but, um, it, you have so many moments where you can see their future and you want, I want my kids to have a college education if they choose that and to take care of them. And so needing to take steps to grow the business is often in a scary thing when you're looking at these precious lives. And it's something as an entrepreneur, if you're going to grow, you have to deal with every day. So Kim, let's talk failure. Let's talk challenges and obstacles because you've already shared how exhausting and how scary and how just overwhelming being an entrepreneur can be because you've led that journey for some time now. And I really want to dive into a specific example. And I want you to tell a story. That's what we're all about here. Hearing stories of your entrepreneurial journey and specifically, this one's going to be about a failure. So take us there. We want to be there on the ground level and learn from the mistakes that you made. Sure. And, you know, I have a lot of them um, from moments like when I gave up my health insurance and started going to clinics so I could make payroll to selling uh, personal items to keep the business afloat. But the one I'm going to share is a theme. And again, being a fan of your show, so many people talk about their baby factor moment. Is that what you call it? You've coined it. The baby effect. The baby effect. Okay. (laughs) So I'm going to discuss my baby effect. Um, I had one of those. And so I had all these ups and downs in the business. And the way that I would deal with it when we were facing a cash shortfall is I would literally go out and start hustling more, go to every networking event there was, talk to everybody, email everybody, and basically basically spend all my, you know, all my free time, evenings and weekends working on getting more business so we could cover our bills. But then when I had my daughter, Bella, the reality was I didn't want to spend all that time working anymore. I didn't want to work 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But I also needed to support her and I needed to take care of my staff. So the way I was doing things had to change. And I don't know if I hadn't had her, if I ever would have changed anything. So she definitely was my baby effect. I was desperate. I was exhausted. I didn't know what to do. And being a young mother and um, thankfully at that time, somebody in my life, one of my um, trusted friends, his name is John Toy, and I always give him credit for this gave me a book by Dan Kennedy, and it showed me about direct response marketing. The reality was, though, that, you know, I'd been running a PR firm, and it was based in what I knew, which was awareness, putting a lot of awareness out there, getting a lot of um, stories in the paper, and at that time, MySpace followers, and when we're doing social media, (laughs) (laughs) we go back that far. And, uh, you know, but when it came time for contract renewal, the stuff I was doing was the fluff. I made them feel good, but I couldn't show any kind of ROI. And here I am reading this Dan Kennedy book, knowing that I could somehow apply what I was learning to the work that I was doing. He speaks, anybody who follows him, and I know some of your listeners do, and those that I've interviewed have mentioned him. Um, he speaks really poorly about social media, though. He's, he, thinks that most are wasting their time on it. And, you know, I would tend to agree with that. But here I have this challenge of taking this marketing strategies and all the, you know, the gurus he mentioned, I went out and read them too. And all of them were totally negative. So I started testing the things that they were saying in the social media realm. And um, 
to see how they could work in my business. And when they started working in my business, I started using them on our clients. And when we started using them on our clients, that's really when things started to change around for the company. So I want to dive into some specific examples on this, Kim, because I think it's just really important for the listeners who are all entrepreneurs, who are entrepreneurs, and who are small business owners who are looking to potentially be going down this road. Let's give some specific examples of things that you learned and how you applied them effectively. And of course, I want to first answer the question, why are awareness campaigns stupid? (laughs) So that's that lesson I learned then. You know, and so I'm basically busting on my former life with that title. I used to be pitching awareness only campaigns to our accounts. And that's why we would lose the business. We couldn't show the ROI. And we were going after awareness only things, placing ads, just hoping that that message would somehow enact action from people who wanted to talk to us. And like, give us an example of that. Sure. So putting up your company photo of your team and just putting the name or your tagline and a website, but including so you keep it. And there's nothing wrong with awareness. Like we all need to build a brand and get ourselves out as authority. And that's really important. But if you don't take that and turn that into a direct response campaign by giving some kind of direct call to action, such as go visit XYZ webpage now and do XYZ thing before this date because and tell them what their benefit is, you're never going to get the action you need in order to um, bring real results and track your success. So now everything that we do can be measured. Everything has a metric and everything has a call to action. So you're always knowing the things that you're saying and doing, what the response rate might be. And you, those are the key things you always want to have in place, a call to action, an incentive, and a deadline. Oh, these are just so key and it's such gold, Kim. I'm so glad you're sharing it with Fire Nation. And before we do move on, give us just one major takeaway that you can boil down from those years of, of struggling with awareness campaigns and the failures that you've faced. What's one takeaway that Fire Nation can have from that part of your life? Yeah, so this was an amazing moment. So going back to my baby factor moment, I remember being at home and it was only three weeks after I had had Bella and just bawling because I knew that if I stayed home with her any longer, my business was going to close. So when I say that things were bad, I mean, my back was against the wall. I was against a newborn baby and my staff. And that's when we started going to into action, trying to put the things that I was learning into play. And I remember my first call to action I actually put into a social media post and I was going to offer an incentive for somebody to contact us to do a we changed the wording thanks to Dan and his (laughs) teachings we stopped calling them um a prospect meeting and started calling them a prospective client interview. (laughs) And when said anyone who contacts us for a prospective client interview in the next five days, and I came up with a bonus name for a package to give with it, we're going to give them this new customer attraction kit. I had no idea what that was, (laughs) but I thought if somebody claims it, I shall create it. (laughs) And um, I put that into play. And for the first time in the history of my company, somebody emailed me. It was a Saturday morning and I got a private message on LinkedIn 
requesting to have a conversation with me about a prospective client interview to talk about their social media marketing needs. And I thought, oh my gosh, this stuff actually works. And it put into such clear focus that this is what we have to do. So if you have fear about where you're going to go next, my advice is always focus on what you want your end goal to be and then create a plan of action for your prospects and what you want them to do and then ask them to do it. Love that. And you just boil it down there at the end so clearly. And Kim, let's go to the other end of the spectrum because you shared with us just the challenges that you were facing as an entrepreneur with your back against the wall as a new mother, the baby effect took over and you were willing to try anything. You were willing to get out of your comfort zone and just make things happen. And guess what? You did. So let's talk about an aha moment, a light bulb that went off. That surely was one for you. Absolutely. No doubt about it. And you made it happen. But luckily for us as entrepreneurs, we're not just limited to one of those. We get inspiration daily, especially if you listen to Entrepreneur on Fire. But we want to talk about your journey, Kim, and an actual light bulb that went off and how you took that idea, that moment, and the steps that you took afterwards to make it a success. Yeah, so this is the awesome thing. So another thing I hear folks that speak on your show talk a lot about is going to conferences as being a real benefit to growing their business. And as I was trying to grow mine, one of the things I had to get better at was sales. And so I went through Sandler sales training and um, it was really beneficial. And now I send all my staff through it as well. And I went and attended their, um, they were calling at the time, the Client Summit, Sandler Client Summit. Um, At the same time, I was also going to Dan Kennedy's events through GKIC, and I started attending events and networking. And it was, it's been a huge part of the success of my business because not only now have I learned from all these events, but I'm proud to say that they are now my clients. I do the social media marketing for um, GKIC and for um, Sandler training. We do their lead generation work. And for many others of the gurus that I've met at these events, these events give you access to people like that. And now I've had an opportunity to work with them. So the first time that happened, that definitely instilled in me a need to, I, you know, and I will say I do, I am one of those public speakers who hates networking. <laughs> There's a few <laughs> of us weirdos out there, but I'm, what I do now is I still network, but it's really specific and really focus and it's looking at the greatest chance of my return on investment and all the times that I've invested the time and energy into, you know, going to an event and really participating and being present. It's produced, um, you know, so many times over the time and money I put into it. So for me and a lot of people within Fire Nation know that my start was at a conference. It was at Blog World by New Media Expo where I was able to start rubbing elbows with people that were moving and shaking in the industry and kind of get my ball rolling. So give us an example for you, Kim. What was an example of you being at a conference and one major takeaway that you got from that? Yeah, so one tip I have is to really connect with the speakers or people that you want to meet in a real way. And most likely, you know, you can reach out to them at the actual event and make sure you introduce yourselves. But you don't want to ever hog somebody's attention that you don't know. They, they're they there to talk to a lot of different people. But what I recommend is acknowledging them in social media posts. So you tweet, mention them, or post it to your Facebook page. And then follow up after the event with a, with a meaningful message that's not asking for anything, but is just offering gratitude about their um, speech that they gave or program that they offered with some real um, meaningful 
items that they may have mentioned. So bullet point, maybe the top three takeaways you had from their presentation with a note of gratitude. And it's a way to start a real relationship that can have some meaning behind it. But again, you're not asking for anything up front. You're just giving them some positive feedback to what they just did. That's some great advice. And I can actually give a real world example about that. Just last January, I was actually speaking at Blog World, New Media Expo out in Vegas. And somebody was in the audience, came up to me afterwards, introduced himself as Greg Hickman, who was the mobile expert for Cabela's. And that's he worked for this corporation. And that was the end of it, I thought, like so many other people had to come up to me. But then I get home and lo and behold, he had created this incredible video where he did a sum up of the conference and tagged myself, Amy Porterfield, Pat Flynn, and a couple other people that spoke at this conference and really shared his thanks for what we did and didn't ask for anything, but just said, I just wanted to make this to thank you guys. And that was an unbelievable gesture that literally nobody else in the entire conference of thousands of people did. And now to this day, myself and Greg are actually really good friends. We're in a mastermind together and he just quit his job and now he's launching off into his own entrepreneurial venture because he's been now rubbing shoulders and elbows with people like myself who have been like, quit that job. You can do this on your own. And now he knows he can and he is. So Fire Nation, I mean, that's just a real world example of putting Kim's practices into place. And before we move on from that, Kim, what was the major, what was one major takeaway that you had from Sandler training? I'm very intrigued by that. Oh, it, it's, it's amazing. Um, one, the, one of the biggest things, and you're really good at this because you do this for your interviews, is a, an upfront contract. That would be a, a huge takeaway. <laughs> yeah. before, the, before you have that initial sales conversation with somebody, you let them know what you're thinking, what you're expecting, what you want um, to happen as a part of the conversation. So there's no surprises. So I'm sending my prospects a list of questions and things that we're going to be discussing, like what are your goals? What are your fears? What's your budget? So that there's no fear in me asking those questions because they know before we talk that they're going to happen. And if they can't agree to giving me real information for each one of those, then maybe we shouldn't have a conversation. And it, it really helps. You both start on the same page and it qualifies all of our conversations before we have them. It's great. It's powerful. You can be so transparent, and you don't ever want to put your clients, your customers on the defensive. And that's one thing that you would be doing if you kind of gave them a curveball question, which I try not to do with Entrepreneur Fire because I really want my guests to come on like yourself, Kim, and be very comfortable about what we're talking about so you can truly stand up and deliver your best because I want to deliver my best to Fire Nation. I want you to be able to deliver your best to Fire Nation. And I don't believe that comes by blindsiding you with a question about this or about that, but instead by saying, hey, this is what we're going to talk about. It's going to be an interview flow. I send that to you numerous times throughout the week leading up to it and give you access to that and you can peruse it at your leisure. And then we go forward with a very upfront interview. So again, Kim, another great takeaway. And I want to use that to bring it right now into present times because you've just been applying some great takeaways and some great lessons learned from your journey. Now let's talk about Kim Walsh Phillips today because you have a lot of exciting things going on with IO Creative. Share with Fire Nation one thing that's just really exciting you right now. All right. So this is, it's so cool. And it's even cool when thinking about it, talking about it. Um, so we're now into our 14th year and it is amazing. But every year since the start, we've had growth, even in through crazy recession times and 
difficulties out there. We continue to grow. Um, but the last three years have been amazing in that we've had more than 45% growth each year. Um, yeah. So to go from hawking my engagement ring a few years ago so to now having no company debt and planning on paying for my girls' education with cash, it's a much different um, company and structure. And it's really yeah. been about the focus on the ROI. Um, we just launched – we also went a couple years ago into um, having an information product. We also have an, a, something called an FB sales funnel, and it teaches others to get the same success in their businesses with Facebook and um, we just launched that a few weeks ago. That's been amazing. And then on a personal note, um, and I know I shared this with you um, with our military interests. I happen to be married to a Marine. And um, I started a n- nonprofit called Beyond Thank You. And the purpose of the organization is to match returning soldiers with companies willing to let them shadow. So the success we have at my for-profit business allows me to help fund the nonprofit outreach to help soldiers gain employment. Love that. Well, Semper Fi and even being an army officer myself, I know that the Marines are an incredible organization and I love what you're doing for the military in general. In fact, actually when I was deployed to Iraq for 13 months, I served under the first Marine division out in Fallujah. So got to know a lot of great Marines in that way. And we always love the spouses are doing back home for us. So thank you for all of that, Kim. And what I really want to do now before we move into the next round is ask you this question, which is a little bit of a curveball, but it's fully transparent because it was in the interview flow. So you may or may not be prepared (laughs) for it. Have you had an I've made a moment? Yeah, I would say so. When I got a testimonial sent to me from Dan Kennedy, in his wow. direct words, yeah. So somebody who I, and that didn't happen that long ago. I'll be totally transparent. It, <laughs> it was yesterday. Happen, <laughs> it didn't happen that long ago. But someone who, I mean, I'd read the books, purchased the CDs, gone to the events as just like a no-name somebody just sitting in a room being, you know, hanging on his every word to then getting a testimonial about the work that I've done for him and his clients. That was an amazing moment and one that I will always cherish. So you started sharing us what those words were. Can you share those with us? Oh, what the testimonial was? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd be happy to, but I'm going to have to pull it up. So maybe we can do it in just a moment. Okay, we'll make yeah, that happen. It's, it being him, it's, very, it's not short. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kim, we're going to break in and thank our sponsors. Are you an entrepreneur or startup looking for legal services from someone who cares about you and your business? Walker Corporate Law is a firm for you. They provide a broad range of corporate legal services that are available to help you anytime via email or cell phone. What else makes them so great? Every lawyer at Walker Corporate Law has at least 10 to 25 years of experience. So you're not getting set up with some junior lawyer who is still getting on the job training. Still not convinced? One of their clients, Mighty Text, first engaged Walker Corporate Law for the $2,900 all-you-can-eat startup package. They were so happy with the service they received, they asked Walker Corporate Law for help with their seed financing and then went back again for help with their stock option plan. Now that's service. If you want to get to know who will be handling the most important parts of your business, contact the founder, Scott at WalkerCorporateLaw.com. Do you have a great new business book on the reading list, but wondering when you'll find time to actually start reading it? Why not listen instead? 
Audiobooks.com has allowed me to listen to some amazing books while working out, driving, and biking around town. All you have to do is download audiobooks to your Apple or Android device for offline listening or stream them instantly. You can even listen from your PC or tablet. Another great thing about audiobooks.com is their massive selection. You'll find great business titles like The 4-Hour Workweek, Crush It, Utility, and many more. And with their industry-leading bookmarking technology, you can switch between devices without losing your place. Not sure which book would be right for you? No worries. Audiobooks.com even offers free sampling so you can preview as many books as you like. Sign up today and get your first book for free by going to audiobooks.com slash fire. So Kim, this is a perfect segue to what my favorite part of the interview is, the lightning round. And this is where I get to ask you a series of questions and you come back at us Fire Nation style with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? That would be awesome. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? So I've been a business owner for a while, but I hadn't actually been an entrepreneur, I would say, until the last three or four years. And it was definitely head trash. So they call it in Sandler, but it was Mm -hmm. personal limitations, believing that um, somebody was going to think badly of me putting myself out there. What is the best advice you've ever received? The higher up the flagpole you go, the more your tushy is exposed. (laughs) Although the word tushy was not what was used. But anyway, um, it is, yeah. It is a family show. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The first bit of criticism I got, I was ready and prepared to celebrate, knowing that that meant real success. Oh, nice. I love how you turned that. That's great. Can you share one of your personal habits, Kim, that you believe contributes to your success? Yeah, I'm a woman of faith. So praying every day and ending each day with gratitude of what happened that, during that day. Um, it's what gets me through all moments of being an entrepreneur, mom, wife, and just a human. Powerful. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Absolutely. And that would be Facebook's custom audiences. If you haven't explored it yet, it's a way to target your traffic in a way that's so specific to exactly who your leads are, and it gets your pay-per-click cost down. So check it out. I love getting my pay-per-click cost down. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've mentioned in today's episode at eofire.com slash Kim Walsh Phillips. Kim, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? It would have to be Dan's book that started me on this journey, and that is the No BS Direct Marketing, the ultimate no-holds-barred, kick-butt, take-no-prisoners direct marketing for non-direct marketing businesses. All right. His title is not very direct, but we'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Kim, as you know, and Fire Nation knows, you all love audio. And if you want to get the audio version of this book for free and you haven't already, go to eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. Com. All right, Kim, I want you to focus on this next question because it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? 
Oh, I've so I actually thought five hundred dollars. That's easy. I've done this with at a point of having nothing. It's no problem. <laughs> I'd open up a lead pages account Ooh. to make a landing page. I'd open up a Facebook page and I'd start running traffic through their power editor to get more likes and leads. And then I'd start my email list. After that, I'd given them 14 days of pure content. I'd hold my first webinar using the free resource of Google Plus Hangout to make my first sale. Wow. No, no problem. That is <laughs> no problem. When you put it that way, Fire Nation, what are you waiting for? I mean, exactly. Lord, it's just out there waiting for you. And this is all, that's actually all under $200, let alone $500. It is. Well, yeah, I'd use the rest of the money to pay, place ads. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say at a party, but one of the Oh, show. no. <laughs> <laughs> I have two little peanuts. I have no idea what that is anymore. That's so funny. <laughs> Kim, I have just so enjoyed hearing your journey, the stories that you shared from the baby effect to where you are now paying for your kids' college educations in cash and beyond. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Okay, so I'm going to share that testimonial quick. Perfect. I'll my last piece of advice. So Dan said, as most people know, I have a cautious and critical attitude to our social media marketing, in large part because most of the promoters and peddlers of it, as well as the entrepreneurs and companies pouring money into it, are loath to apply tough-minded productivity and ROI measurements to it, arguing foolishly that new media cannot be held accountable by old metrics. To paraphrase one astute CEO speaking to his younger marketing people, we can talk new metrics all you like as long as you are happy with your paychecks being made out in new metrics instead of dollars. With that said, I do have clients successfully extracting dollars from social media. I referred some to Kim and have brought Kim in to present her information to my most elite client mastermind group because she is a sane and rational voice and the cacophony of charlatans. She is getting dollar measurable direct response results for diverse clients. My favorite phrase of all that is cacophony of charlatans. Seriously, this is why I, <laughs> that's why I had to look it up. You didn't memorize that? Come on, Kim. No, not yet. So if people want to find me, I have a free um, Facebook direct response training at fbsalesvideo.com or they can find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash PR guru Kim. Love it. And Kim, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to eofire.com. Click on that podcast tab because you are hanging out in the archives. Or Fire Nation, just type Kim into the search bar and her show notes page will pop right up. And Kim, I just want to thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. It's been an honor. Fire Nation, have you seen the video I just created on FireNationElite.com yet? If not, I think you're going to want to see this. In this video, I talked about my passion for the new elite mastermind community we're creating, Fire Nation Elite. I'd love for you to visit the site and check out the video to learn more about Fire Nation Elite. Then, if you're interested, fill out an application and schedule your one-on-one 15-minute chat with me today. That's FireNationElite.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 